Hello, everyone, and welcome to the... No, I fucked that Where was it? Hold on a second. How do I say it? Hello, everyone. Hello, and everyone, and welcome to the Battle for Salvation Underworlds this, right, I know. Like, podcast. Why is I'm Max Bernstein, and I'm Randall Slate. This is episode 37.5, Supplemental Starblood Stalkers Generics Cards. Go fuck yourself. Why don't we just stick with that? Okay, go ahead. The witch's cackle burns the eye that sees the danger you are in. Sometimes we're wrong, but we want to prove that we are right, so we begin. Watch out, there's a sword and it's coming for your neck. In this battle for salvation. Salvation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 37.5 of the Battle for Salvation Warhammer Underworlds podcast. This is Max Bernstein. I'm Randall Slate. And this is a supplemental episode where we uh, we, we just put out the Starblood Stalkers with uh, John Wynn Reese, and now we're going to go over the generics, just Randall and I. But... Um, while we were preparing to do this episode, GW launched a, a giant fart. Big, giant sweaty, fart. swampy fart all in our face. And they tried, now they tried to make it a little silent but deadly because they, they kind of like flipped it into some weird sort of article, oh, article talking yeah. about cards that are good with Soul Raid and everybody's like, screw this crap, down to the bottom. What can't I use anymore? Mm-hmm. And um, apparently the answer is Molog. Yep. We have now moved yep. on uh, with our lives. We are moving into a uh, version of the game where Molog is now irrelevant. Post-Molog. post-Molog. We're in a post-Molog yes. meta. You can take off your Molog masks. Yep. The entire game's been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We can go. We can get back to our normal lives where we don't have to worry about Molog anymore. Let me tell you something. R.I.P. to the big man, because I loved Malog for a very, very long time. But honestly, he become like an absolute terror. And um, rest in peace to the most poorly designed warband that has ever been introduced into this game. Deuces to heaven. Deuces to heaven. Now that guy's in hell. Um, anyway, so uh, let's talk about it though. So, so there's been this huge errata. Um, I mean, not not huge. Like, not a lot of stuff was eroded, but um, it it's it has a huge impact. And then on top of that, um, the new uh, the new Forsaken and Restricted list has a lot of new stuff on it. So we're gonna talk about that first, and then we're gonna talk about um, the the generics. So uh, let's get started. Randall, what happened to my boy Malog the Mighty? All right, so we have this paragraph in the official errata and beta rule for May 2021. I don't know why it says May. It should be June, but that's fine. Uh, It says, Malog Inspired. Change Malog's ability on the Inspired side to read, this fighter can make a move or charge action even if it has one move token. In addition, when this fighter has one charge token, it can still be activated but cannot make super actions. So yeah. what that means is that he can no longer charge twice while he is inspired, and he cannot also do his um, scything attack, because that technically is a super action, right. since it attacks yeah. more than one thing. 
Exactly. So once so... he so once he's inspired, he can he can still move or charge even if he has a move token, but he can't charge twice and he can't do his scything attack after he's charged. Right. So what this means is is that he can't he it it makes him just a little bit less of a threat, I think, because this is basically what it should have said in the first place, to be fair, because we were all complaining about how, like, you know, if you remember when he when he first came out, people were like, wait, he can charge twice. Does that make sense? And then they needed to FAQ that. And they're like, yeah, you can charge right, twice. And right. everybody's like, what? That's yep. ridiculous. I remember and there so was an FAQ about that, an FAQ question about that pretty soon after his uh, release. Right. So so he's been toned down. Yeah. I think um, it's going to make if you want to play him, it just means that you have to definitely have a lot of um, a lot of mobility stuff in there. And that's going to come at the cost of other cards that maybe were making him so strong. Um, but they did a lot to, like, tamp him right. down. And we so. haven't even gotten to the That's 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 a huge nerf. But we also haven't gotten to the restricted cards, which is, again, a, a, another huge nerf. Right. To him. So not only are you now that his effectiveness has been limited. You're going to take a penalty on taking the cards that are good for him. And you sort of have to put more cards in your deck that move him around the board in order for him to still be effective. And the fact that he can't charge twice, um, makes it so you can actually like get away from him now. Like before it was like, he would put the boards, um, vertically, yeah, and you just couldn't get away because he could charge you twice, just and, and the there was no room to yeah. maneuver around him. You know, because he has the two range and the scything attack, and he just limited the by by putting the boards vertically. He limited the space that you could move. It's and now we can't do that as well anymore. Right. All right. So we'll see what that means for him. Um, but it clearly means that he, a lot of his just mobility is taken away and that was kind of one of the things that was the most terrifying about him um so so we're, we're good on that can we just yeah. talk about so uh, now now Congress? we need to get to no, no no we need to get to the beta rule now a beta rule i'll just read what it says here beta rule is is one that we want to test with the community to be, to be sure that we're making the best possible ruling before we set anything in stone you don't have to use this rule in your games but if you do we're looking for your feedback on how this change affects you let us know your thoughts alternative ideas and feedback, blah, 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 in, you know, email. Um, they've done this before in other games in 40K and Age of Sigmar as well. Um, I don't appreciate being given homework. Right. We'll just leave that there. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, you got to write, you know, how many summer, emails do I have vacation. to write every day? Yeah. So, uh, I don't like homework, yeah. They they have done beta rules in their other games, and it's it's nice, you know, asking for feedback from the players. I think they should do that more. I think every game should be doing that. You know, it's it's better when the designers like make the game that we want to play rather than like mm. forcing us to like the game that they designed. You know. <laughs> um. And anyway, yeah. so the the beta rule okay. is for Kagra's Ravagers, and they say change the inspire condition on each fighter to read after an activation there are two or more desecration tokens on the battlefield. So they've reduced the the inspire condition from three desecration counters to two. Yeah, but, you know, like, we were talking about this when we were talking with Matt Collins, is that they don't get, like, a whole heck of a lot out of being inspired. Right, You know, right. like, I think I remember 
I'm just like looking at them right now, you know, what is it? Like Kagura gets a little faster, a little bit more tanky, gets that's it. Yeah. You know, um Zarsha gets a little bit more shooty. That's it. Jeez. Like nothing happens. Her her um her shooty attack gets a little bit stronger. Otherwise nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um Razik Razik picks up a die, picks up a movement, picks up a, a die on defense. And uh, Dara Kragan gets, like, a little faster in Cleave. Like, they don't get a whole heck of a lot out of it. I don't think that that's, like, the thing that they should have eroded. I think the thing that they should have eroded was the thing about how, like, when they desecrate things, they can still stand on it. Right. And still and still score. It's just you can't. And so it becomes about, like, getting them off of it. Right. The, the so timing. It makes it, You're talking more about the timing of the desecrate. You're saying that should just, be after the scoring phase? No, no, no. Just like just 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 the ability for them to stand on objectives that they've already desecrated. Like where it oh, turns I out see. the opponent's okay. ability to like use it, but not their own. Like I think that that's that would make them a lot better because because this thing where it's just like get get they're easier to inspire. They don't really get a lot from being inspired. That wasn't the issue with them. You know, so I don't really know if it's going to make them, you know, a better team, a better warband. Right. I, I, I think it's kind of like they get they get a little bit more defensive when when they but and, and a little quicker. But that's it. I think it's fine because like a, a lot of people are saying like, oh, you do the, the desecrating so that you can hold objectives or you want to be able to have objectives that let you score before, the, you know, the, the, the things get desecrated. Um, but this is, you know, we we discussed that this is primarily an aggro warband, and I would rather, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can really do at this point, but I'd rather they have a inspire condition more similar to like Magor's uh, fiends rather than like mm-hmm. messing around with the objectives. But that's how they decided to fit the the theme of the chaos warriors by doing that. So that's that's where we're at. So anyway, All right. let. GW know what you think about these rules. Say, hey, maybe th- this rule's cool, but we'd also like this other one to happen. Yeah. Or maybe buff their just, inspired side or something. Just send an email to Wonderworlds at yeah. GWPLC. <laughs> sorry, G- WH Underworlds. at Wonderworlds. At GWPLC.com. Okay. So, Matt Collins, you have homework. Let's see. Uh, let's talk about the the changes to the championship format rules, which is not much. I mean, they they added in the essentials card pack as being part of it, which is fine. We knew that, um, and uh, it's just now official. Um, I think that the the four edges thing is official now, and um, uh, and the the which boards you're allowed to use is is official now. So all that stuff is there. Otherwise, it doesn't really seem to have changed. Right, but they're making official the fact that the Essentials card pack is part of the championship rules now, which is important because there's right. a lot of well, yeah. significant cards in there. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, speaking of significant cards, shall we talk about this giant change to the to the FAR? Fart. I love saying fart. Can we just say fart? Yep, fine. Do it. Fine. Good. Okay. So the fart, the the forsaken and restricted tech. Okay. There we go. Uh, Last updated in May of 2021, and then they decided not to tell us for a month. Okay. 
So here we go. Forsaken cards. Oh, I guess so. Um, so they had this ready in May, and then they maybe, decided yeah. to put it out at the end of June for some reason. I wonder why. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Um, so so uh, power cards. Uh, Ferocious Resistance. Man, that's another Malug special. Yeah, so, so I don't have this one. card pulled up right now, but this was the one where you roll yeah. magic dice equal to your max health, and if plus, for any... Plus how many hunger counters you have. Yeah, yeah, and then you heal right. based on mm-hmm. how many successes how many you roll. Channels. Yeah. yeah, how many channels. So this was just extremely good with Malog and Morgok, because they, have a, they both have a ton of health, and they could just heal for one. like three or four yeah. randomly during the game, and... Yeah, it made killing, and it's like a, a a ploy that happens in the power phase, so it can just kind of right. screw it you over. You know, you're about to go, and then Malog heals by three, and you're like, okay, I guess I can't kill him now. Right. It effectively changed your Malog into like about a Malog and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or a Malog. Because you were bound in, to get at least one or two when, when you oh, yeah, roll those definitely. dice, yeah. Absolutely. And remember that. So the, he has the, like the eight more, health instead of six. Yeah, and the more damaged he was when you did it, you know, like the the better chance you can get more economy out of it. Yeah. Um. And and it's really, I it, it really was just probably forsaken just because of that. For those two, I think. I think they they definitely made an Hrothgorn effort to and, and, to and Morgok, yeah, to, yeah. to nerf Morgok and Hrothgorn, Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So that's the new forsaken card. It's only one card. Um, yeah. So we still have hunters, reflexes, and prescient bow. Blow. blow which is yeah. which is interesting because like hunter's reflexes was like just broken with with um with a rothgorn, with rothgorn yeah. and then prescient blow was broken if somebody else had like, prescient blow right like you like, got into like a loop yeah, yeah and then ferocious resistance is just a really good card for two war bands for that they decided to bands, yeah. yeah not even restrict just straight up ban it yep um speaking of restrictions wow there's a lot there um, is a lot Let's this look, is the I don't know if the, this might be the most additions to the restricted list like since uh, the first one since the yeah since the very first yeah. one yeah yeah so there's right. a lot to um, go over here let's take a look uh cover ground so cover ground is an objective you get for moving through six hexes on your on your activation right and and it's not six hexes away it's just six hexes moving so you can actually land one hex away and just say like I, I people would always say like okay so i'm gonna land next to you but i went through six to get there yeah yeah you know and they'd be like oh i i know what you're doing mm-hmm. um i don't know if this one really needs to be restricted like i i i i'm, I'm not like super against it because it is very easy to score if you and it doesn't take a lot of tech to do but it does take some tech to do i mean there are some I don't know, or do yeah, we, there's do no fighter that moves sixes? six. Yeah, there, there's no fighter that moves six on its own. Oh, you need I'm, some sort of. I'm sure there's one or two, I, but then we're just not like coming up with them. I, six. I have to look. Maybe. I feel like there has to. be I think you one. need some sort of upgrade or ploy with. You know, I mean, for the most part, yeah. Somebody will. Somebody will email us saying. Yeah. Exa- exactly. It's like, are you, you forgot about this up? guy. It's like, yes, we did. Yes, but anyway, uh, for for the most part, you know, with with people who were playing it, you needed to have some other sort of card, or you needed to be inspired and have another yeah. card to to score yeah, you this. Had to but tech into it. it it is a it's a card that you can score without interacting with your opponent at all, really. Um, 
you just kind of you can just move like you know you can play spectral wings and move one guy from the back of your board to the other side of the back of your board and score it i guess and they don't want mm. that happening anymore I'm trying to figure out who does this draftier no this, this one, uh, this is what the you know, it's the first one, and this one is one I'm kind of scratching my head a little bit. I'm not, I'm not really sure why this one was. Yeah, decided I mean, to yeah, exactly. The, you have, you have to list. check it, into it, it. It's definitely very good. Uh, it definitely has the drawback where you need to have the cards in your hand, but it, yeah, I mean, and it's a, a surge too. So, yep. maybe they're just trying to curtail the amount of good surges that are in the game. Maybe. Um, so the next one is a show of force. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. And also cover grounds is, is in the essentials pack. So it's never going to go, uh, right. it's never going to not be champion. Well, yeah, that card's uh, been legal. in the game since almost the beginning, I think, right? Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And what, what is um, the, what will this do? Will this, will this affect the game in a, in a major way? You think like, will people um, take less speed I cards or? I'm well, well now, well now six is no longer important. Like for for objective scoring, right? Because there's no other thing that's like well, there, six yeah. Movements. There are ones that are five, right? Aren't five. There? So yeah. you have like winged death, and you have um, uh, gather momentum. But those were like you had to like be five away. So you uh -huh. actually had to count that, and that actually makes that actually cuts down on your ability to do it. Like cover ground, you can really do. I mean, right? Anywhere, you can move really. one space next you can to you. Technically, move technically, one space. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe. Does this affect certain um, warbands more than others? I guess is the question. Like the ones, the ones that are quicker. Yeah, the ones that have uh, that that start four, on four start or five four, and yeah. go up to like, you know, or or and and uh, you know, you only need one speed upgrade to to do it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, show of force. I understand. Yeah, show of force has been really popular uh recently let me go ahead and yeah let me go ahead and pull this up actually i mean i look i was throwing this in everything it's uh you know anytime you're going to be you know especially if you're going to be like voltroning something you know throwing you know multiple upgrades on a single fighter it's really good or if you're just playing really aggressively it's really good because you can score it either way um so it is very easy to score um, there's really nothing, there's no drawback that you need yeah, to Yeah, let me do. go ahead and read that. I, I have a yeah, couldn't find it for a second. It's a surge hybrid. And it says, score this immediately after an activation if three or more friendly fighters are in enemy territory or one or more friendly fighters each have three or more upgrades. Right, which so, means you only actually need to have one fighter having yeah. three upgrades. Right, and yeah this is just very it's it's just very easy to score and there, we're already seeing this meta where you just like juice up one person with so many upgrades and then that kind of cascades into more well. glory and additional upgrades so this is one piece of that that they've decided to restrict i mean very good with Malog, very good now. with morgok hrothgorn also because right. you're going to put yep. all the upgrades on them no matter what and uh, was good with aggro too. It was good with like Rippas and stuff. You know, this is a this is a auto include card with with uh, Rippas because you're going to put upgrades yeah. on Rippa himself, and you're going to have everybody in your opponent's territory most of the time. So it's just like a free, right. free one glory surge for them. All right. Speaking of surges, how about surge of aggression? What's the next one? Surge of aggression. This one says. Surge hybrid, score this immediately after you gain the primacy token or a friendly fighter's attack action with a damage characteristic. Oh, sorry. 
a friendly fighter's successful attack action with a damage characteristic of four. And I use right. this a lot in uh, Morgok and in Kagra's Ravagers because of the thing where it just says you have to attack with a damage characteristic of four. Right. Yeah. As long as you can beef something up, anybody who has three put on, um, you know, great strength or just be Molog, you know, inspired Molog will probably do it too. Right. So, uh, yeah. He just has and then four. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of people are playing with primacy. It's almost basically everybody I I see every time yeah. I play. It's like playing prime. It's like, I don't even ask anymore. Um, so, uh, well, they've added so, yeah. so many cards no, to know. the game where that, that deal with it. Like, even if, even if you're not an aggro warband, there are ways to get the primacy without killing stuff. Yeah. And this was just I mean, free. Yeah. Yeah. You just get it. It's I a surge them... too. So it's like puts you way yeah. ahead if you are able to get the primacy token and then score this, draw another card and then get the primacy token spend glory at the end and then possibly draw into like an end phase card that gives you even more glory. Absolutely. So, uh, so th those are the objectives that they, that they, uh, they restricted. Um, let's get into some power cards. Uh, we have the Amberbone sword. Oh yeah. This is an upgrade. The Amberbone sword. Yeah. Yeah. One of the well, Amberbone I mean, it, weapons. Great. Yeah. We all know uh, what Amberbone weapons do. If you, if you kill something with that, you can sacrifice the weapon for an extra glory. Um, the mace was a two, two uh, dice attack on hammers, doing two damage, and you got a reroll. This is a three yeah, hammer. Three attack. hammers for two no damage. No reroll. I think the three is is the three better. I feel like the three is better than the two with the reroll. Uh huh. But yeah, this was just so know. stupid. It was. It, it just completely. They're, they're it, it takes a. It it takes you know one of your weaker fighters and turns them into a basically uh, almost a leader level of power i mean and then you get rid of it and you get an extra glory yeah. like once you kill someone with it yeah you put it on well i know just uh you know use those soul tooth weapons i guess yeah um but both of these amber bone weapons were very strong they, in war bands that yeah had... i don't know why they didn't do that earlier um speaking of some other stuff that they uh finally restricted crown of the dead not certain why it took right. so long for crown of the dead i think i was complaining about how crown of the dead was the one that they should have done beforehand so now we have all know. three mortis relics yeah. are all restricted all three of them restricted well the, it's about time the the gauntlet of command the gauntlet of dominance and the crown of the dead so now if you want to play what do you need you need two right you need you need two of them to get the secondary to, effect, yeah, but right. the but the primary effect, like the the thing about just like, you know, getting like like the card draw engine yeah. was like always available. So, yeah, the to the end deck was like, right. That's important to, to mention is that this one, the Crown of the Dead, says reaction after this fighter's activation, spend one glory point. If you do draw two power cards, then discard one power card. So this was very effective in the decks that ran the to the end objective to when you have no cards left in your power deck. Mm -hmm. um, and people would just take it just for that if they are if they were running that. Yeah, and and it wasn't it was not the restricted one for a while. Right, like the Gauntlet right. of Dominance, is that the one where you can do the... You push you do somebody, the, uh, yeah. The distraction? Yeah. Was it the distraction or the, or the sidestep well, one? Well, they... Command was the sidestep yeah, one, right? And that's, yeah. that's also restricted. Yes. Now. Okay. So, so do you think I you'll mean, see any of these anymore? Maybe, I mean... I, 
There are a lot so. of things that restricted the to the end. Deck. There have been a lot of restrictions to the to the end deck. So. It, yeah, I mean, I I think it, well, it was very strong, and you know, if you get through your deck faster, you have a higher chance of winning because you're going to get to the cards that are there to help you. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, and then plus at the end of it, you score two glory for doing it. So you know, like uh, what was it? Uh, the the chatting crits uh, podcast with our uh, with our buddies uh, Tom and and Mike. They they did a whole thing on. They were arguing uh, uh, whether to the end was like good for the game or not. So um. You can you can get those thoughts there. Well, now we uh, find that learned episode. that they Games Workshop doesn't like to the end, so maybe we. I guess you not. Play We're it. like, nah, I shouldn't have done <laughs> so that. Keep nerfing okay. it if you do. Nerf it up. All right, next one. Uh, deserved confidence, deserved restriction. So deserved confidence is the one where you have multiple upgrades on one guy. Yep. And then he gets better stats. Yeah. So the first one is the first one is if you have three of them, which is decently easy to do, especially in certain warbands. Right. And that's a pretty and strong buff. One, if you have three, you get plus already one wound the first and you can't buff. be yeah. driven back. Yeah. Can't be driven driven back and you get plus one wounds, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you have five, you're faster. So yep. like I mean Molog with that thing was just terrifying. Yeah. And that's what you would do. You're not gonna put upgrades on the fucking bat squig. Uh-huh. You know, unless unless Molly is dead. Um and then and then you put everything on the bat squick. Yeah. Just have him go to town. <laughs> okay. Um right. Uh anyway, but uh yeah, I can see why they did that. Uh, deserve confidence. It's like it's it it's a quick buff, really. It like it's a really good buff really quick. Um and and pretty bad, uh pretty terrifying in those uh Right, and it did it, it did count itself. Guys. Right? Like yes, it, it counts itself. Yeah, so right. like so you just have to have one. two upgrades on a guy, and then you put this plus on that, it, yeah. and then they mm. now have plus one wound and cannot be driven back. Yeah. And I'd say that that's probably the one that everyone was going for. Like, that's why you put this card in your deck. You you yeah, basically that, never that get to the nine-plus attack action, seven, did. eight. You know. I, I may have done it once or twice. Okay, but, but yeah, you were winning never, that yeah. so hard anyway if you if you Probably that, at yeah. that point, yeah. Um, and the move is fine, you know, it's, it's okay, but yeah. the, the, the plus one wound and you can't get driven back is actually really already, yeah. already is a lot. Yep. Um, all right. Next one, uh, Geomancer's gauntlet, which one is this? One okay. So that's the ones? Geomancer's gauntlet. I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up and read it. Um, it says, okay, it's very simple. It's an upgrade and it just mm-hmm. says action colon flip each feature token within one oh, hex. Oh yeah. That's for the uh, the feed the beast grade. Right. Decks so there be there has been a a deck type good. similar to like to the end or you know Cataphrane's relics or something like that called feed the beast grave, which says that if all objective tokens are removed either or removed flipped. or flipped yeah. over from the battlefield, then what you score three is it three or two? Five. Oh, okay. Five, if I'm not mistaken. Like it's uh, it a is big deal. Five. Yeah. 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 So this was, um, you know, people were taking Hrothgorn and... Who already has stuff for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has yeah. stuff like that in his in his faction and, you know, universal cards and playing mm-hmm. the Feed the Beast Grave objective and trying to score that five in the in the end. Well, That's when yeah, you I mean, started this kind of made it... Yeah. It made it possible, right? It wasn't really, like, possible to do in... In, in the Beast Grave season, like, I didn't see anybody trying it, because they're like, everybody was just like, there's not enough here to do it. Like, 
but this made it possible but now it's possible so yeah and it's kind of a weird experience you know you're just you know you're using a lot of your actions and a lot of your cards to just flip the objectives and you know Mm -hmm. your opponent might not care there there is there is nothing that they can do about it you know unless they are also going for a feed the beast grave and then teching back against it i mean who's who's gonna do that right right and yeah the card the cards that flip the objectives over are incredibly bad and inefficient if you're not also running feed the beast grave there's no like card that says like if all the objectives are not flipped over or whatever then you get some glory or something like that there was nothing your opponent could really do about it and then you were mostly ignoring your opponent just you're just on defense while you move pieces around and try to flip the objective cards over the objective markers over so i don't know Um, i I, i've never i've never been a fan of the whole destroying the objectives play style i don't know that's that's just me though that's my opinion i mean i i like the design space but i I think it was gone about kind of in a clunky manner um and also just to just side note on that arm of the everwinter which is the the hrothgorn specific surge if you if you destroy or uh what is it uh score this immediately when your uh, warband removes a feature token from the battlefield or flips it um has also been collateral damage and is also restricted now so yeah uh, so you'd have to take two you'd have to take two possibly three restricted cards just to do that yeah um the next one we have is uh let's see haughty resistance which one's this one let me pull it up here real fast that's the reason why we do these i don't do it haughty resistance haughty resistance this is one from the starblood stalkers it says Oh, we're going to talk reaction. about it. It's an upgrade. It says, reaction during an attack action that targets this fighter after the deal damage step, oh, gain right, the primacy right. token. If you have yeah, the primacy one. token, instead discard the primacy token and reduce the damage dealt by one to a minimum of one. So this right, one was, the, again, the super, super good on Malog and Morgok, yeah. right? Because you're going to... Oh, yeah. You're probably going to get the primacy token just by... Back by smashing something turn, after right? the attack, yeah. Then exactly. you're it, you're sort of disincentivizing your opponent to attack you because they, you know, you're 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 not you're typically not going to one shot Malog or Morgok, so they're just going to get it even if you attack them. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you attack them, they can discard it and reduce the damage. So, right, it's just, and you're yeah. one million percent playing primacy with those warbands. So yeah, definitely. yeah. All right, uh, next one is Hunter's Talisman. Uh, that's the one that gives you that, plus that, one yeah. dice. That one gives you plus Hunter. one dice. Um, and then if you're targeting a uh, quarry, then you get to re-roll, I believe. Let me pull it up. Hawthorne loves it, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Perfect. plus one dice to this fighter's attack action. If the target is a quarry, you can re-roll one of the dice. So yeah, that's a that's a nerf to Hrothgorn because he's a, is yep. himself a hunter and makes everyone or, a quarry. You know, the, there are there are people putting stuff in the deck that makes them a quarry on purpose. So it ends up you end up getting oh, yeah, the yeah. second Your part of the the, the, yeah. the sentence even when you're not even trying to get it. Yep. And it's just really good. Yeah, it was really good, very popular card that a lot of people played with and just this is just maybe put on the restricted list just either as a targeted nerf to to Hrothgorn or just restricting a lot of the more powerful cards that are exist in the game. Uh, Mischievous Spirits, about fucking time, huh? Yeah, so 
Mischievous Spirits was one that people were still playing. You know, what do you call it? Uh, you know, dedicated objective warbands are, I don't think, were super popular in the meta recently. Is more like uh, aggro. But, you know, the objectives are still important for a lot of different things. And people would just throw it in their deck, like, you know, you play with... You, you basically, when you make your deck, you choose 19 cards and you have Mischievous Spirits in your deck as right. the 20th card that you're just, like, required to to put in. Because it can important. just totally screw over everything. It can it can it's completely foil your deck. opponent's plans. Yeah, really good in flex. It's important yeah. with, uh, if you're playing Bold Conquest, which a lot of people are. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of reasons why... Being able to move, you know, and then you know, being able to move any of the the the, the objectives around um, would be a, a problem. But the thing is, is that um, objective style play has kind of gone down a lot. Um, so to have uh, mischievous spirits, uh, you know, kind of kind of gone now. But people or still not use gone. it. I mean, people still use it, but I don't think people are going to be using. Uh, you know, a restricted slot on it necessarily until in, until the objective play starts coming back. So, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think pe a lot of people will still use this, even though it's restricted. Um, mm -hmm. We'll have to see if they continue doing that. But it does; it just screws over so many different strategies. Even if, even if you're not playing against, you know, Gits or Thorns or something like that. Even if you're playing against just some random faction moving all of the objectives like that. It sort of reminds me of like Great Concussion where you play Moves one card time. and you're able to yeah. move all of, you know, like every fighter on the board. With this one, you're able to move every objective on the board with just one card. Yeah. It's, it's too much. And even, you know, um, even though it says like your opponent gets to move some of them, that's still pretty devastating, especially if you do it in like the last power step before the final activation of the of the round. I just, I just, I hate this card. I've never, I, I'm just so glad it's restricted. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. Well, it is. So, so we'll be seeing less of that. Yeah. Uh, also in the Essentials card pack. Pretty funny. They would well, throw it, it in there. Well, and it was in the gift pack right too, which we all hated. Yeah. Um, okay. Now we have uh, Proud Runner, which is a new one. We'll be talking about that in a little bit. Um, pretty strong one. Yeah. So this one is an upgrade and it says plus one move. Each time this fighter finishes a move action, five or more hexes from where the move action began gain the primacy token. At the end of the action phase, if this fighter has no move or charge tokens, discard the primacy token. So you have so you're you're obligated then to move it, but it's very strong, especially if you have the last activation of the round. Mm -hmm. You just ensure that you get the the primacy token at the end. So um, it's it's strong. Yeah, I, and I understand. The other the yeah. other thing about it is the fact that it gives you the move on top of the getting the primacy token uh, right. condition. You know, you're able to just throw this on. There are a lot of people, in, especially in um, Dire Chasm, that start with four movement. Like, there's just a ton of fighters yeah. that start with, with four movement. It just brings you up to and, five. And it brings you right up to five, and you just do it. If you charge with it, it, it goes well with, um, yeah. with a gather momentum. Yep. All right. Or cover ground, um, you know. Yeah, well, we can't buy. Now you got yeah. So you can, spot. and and this is you know another way where you can get the primacy token without killing anyone. You don't have to do anything really. You can move. Like I say again, it's another like passive one where you can move your guy from the back corner of your side of the board to the other back corner of your side of the board and score points, which they right. don't like. 
Okay, so then we have Savage Visage. Um, okay, let me pull which that Which is up. the, your fighter is a hunter. You can reroll one dice in the fighter's attack rolls for, for range one attack actions. But there's a lot of range one attack actions out there now. Um, for each of these fighters upgrades that have one or more instances. Oh, so you were probably not using this with Moloch because of the range one restriction, unless you're doing the siding attack. Yep. which would be great. So it is Ooh. it is a little restrictive on the the fact that it can only be used with range 1 attack mm -hmm. actions. So anybody with a range 2 like Malog or anybody with like a spear or whatever yeah, can't make use of it, but it was pretty good with Morgok, I guess. You could make him into a hunter and then you add all these other, you know, like a hunter's talisman stuff like that that gives him yeah. even more well, rerolls. Well, even even Frothcorn with his knife attack. So. Yeah. But that's that's good. That is good. Um, yeah, this yeah, is just a really strong card. It was probably one of the best cards for making yourself into a hunter. You know, outside of the no, uh, easy. outside easy of the weapons. Time. Well, think think about that. That's like if you if you're a hunter already, you know, or if you have the hunter keyword already, like it's it is potentially better than awakened weapon, which was just you get one reroll. Yeah, you know, because you could you could you get at least one. So yeah, you can potentially get to... two or three rerolls easily. Oh yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they're gonna restrict awaken weapon, then they have to restrict this. I, I think. Well, awaken weapons not um, not in the championship format, but no, I understand that. But since but the logic behind oh, okay, doing see, that was that a reroll is very strong. Yeah. Right. So anything with potentially multiple rerolls has got to be stronger and thus needs to be restricted. Yep. Right. Um, they, they, you know, they, they restricted Slick Rock. Yeah. We've talked about cool Slick Rock a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't I'd rather it get banned, it I guess. As much. Well, but you know, now that it's, it's restricted, it's a feel bad I guess. Card. Yeah. It's a feel bad card is what it is. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I'll be interested to see if people still play this now that it's, now that it's restricted. So. I don't think so. I think people were only kind of sort of playing it before. Um, yeah, cause and, it was free um, basically. Yeah. And now, and now, not now. I don't think so. It was a free, I mean, free gamble where you cannot. It either kind of does. It either doesn't really do much, or it completely throws the game out of whack. Right, or it acts like quick thinker. Yeah, right. But with more, I mean, there's obviously so now you, there's a bigger cost to putting it in your deck. Right. I don't know. We'll see if people well, still I mean, play it. Well, I, again, I think this also kind of like brings. Uh, you know, objective play a little bit more into it um, just because those you don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Um, Sing of the Urgrub. Interesting. Um, plus one damage on, you know, on range ones obviously is a little restrictive because it has to be, you know, range one. But um, there's a lot of like plus one damage in the game right now. Um, a lot of like faction specific ones, you know, great strength is now in the essentials pack. It's never going to, it's never going to be gone. There's a couple of other things that add plus one damage. Um, so I, I think it's interesting that they, that they did this and that was probably, you know, it's a, it's a beast grave uh, season three. So it's only going to be legal for like another couple of months anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so. Eh. Well, okay. it's interesting that this is, this is strictly worse than, great strength but i guess they didn't want to restrict yep. that because that's like an iconic card from the essential yeah side. yeah and then the other thing one. is they haven't restricted anything else that has to do with the avatar of the urgrub but also no, nobody not. was taking anything you know this you'd put that's sting of the urgrub in your deck even if you weren't planning on doing anything with the avatar 
um, yeah, just to get that extra plus one damage. And Absolutely. I guess now that um, there are so many cards that increase your damage a little bit, maybe they wanted to take that out. And it's not that huge of a deal anymore since we might not see as many Malog or Morgox players in the future. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I think it's because it was a pain in the ass on Morgox and, and Hrothkorn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, subsistence Siphon. Substance Sub Siphon, substance rather. Substance Siphon. Substance Siphon. Well, so that's, that's again, a terror on late game Molog because he's supposed to have one die throwing back at you for defense but if you put this on on him yeah let, let's let's read three. this one let me let me read this one just so to refresh people this is an upgrade it says this fighter's defense characteristic is dodge x where x is the round number and then some other stuff after that but it's basically in round three you get three dodges instead of one shield or whatever that you were that you started right. the, the game with so this is yeah this is definitely a targeted nerf at malag and hrothgorn and morgok but yeah, it sucks because them... there's a lot of other teams that liked a lot of these cards, you know, like, yeah. so like there's a lot of other like collateral damage true, true. in other war bands who don't get to like use these things that were helpful to them because other war bands are ruining it. True. <laughs> Which is why I really like the targeted faction specific uh, restrictions. <clears throat> and let's talk about that. But um, I am going to cry just a little bit. Because my banshees the now banshees have get two... nerfed again. Fuck them. <clears throat> Come on, man. Hate them. They have yeah. Everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. hates ladies, lady heroes more in flight unless you play I, you them. Know, you like, say everybody to mean you. Everybody. I love them. Everybody that didn't buy the stupid Barnes and Noble dumb thing, Look, and then, but they had to I play against Barnes lady Noble. heroes more in flight anyway. I got a Barnes and Noble three minutes walking distance from my house, man. If you you want Dreadfane, I'll get you Dreadfane. Well, what if you live Dreadfane in three p.m.? What if you live in uh, France or whatever, where there's no Hell Dimash? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. anyway, no, I anyway. I absolutely hate Lady Harrow's Mournflight. They are poorly designed, way too good. I don't know why they're in a starter set for how good they are. Uh, uh, they have too many good cards. And this was one of the really good. This is the one where you just have you, it's a surge where you just move over two objective tokens and you get a you get a glory, right? This that was that one. Yes, and then mi corazón. I don't care. Uh, Fleeting memories is the one where if you run through uh, two objectives and you can land on the second one, uh, you get a a surge. So they just didn't want them like sitting in the back and farming. Um, yeah. Which That's how they did it. Yeah. You, whenever I played I against know, you, you'd like be like, that. oh, I'll just do this fleet. I'll just move my guy from um, here to here. Oh, now I scored. Draw a new card. Put an upgrade out. You know, more health, more dodge on the Banshees. And now they're just going to come and, and attack you. And you can't, you know, it's hard to kill them because they all yeah. have a lot of health and Speaking two of dodge. Speaking of war bands, I don't like uh, Rip a Snarlfang. Well, so uh, no, okay. Everybody hundreds. loves Rip a Snarlfang. No, okay? no, no, Everybody no. when How they sit feel, down no, no, at the no. table and How you many put down Rip as... played Mournflight versus Snarlfangs. <laughs> How many? Twenty thousand, maybe. I don't know. Okay, tell, tell us about Cruel Hunters. Well, Cruel Hunters is just their their best objective that they have. Yeah, that's the one where if you're in. If you're in enemy territory and you've killed somebody, it's uh score the it's dual score this end phase. If two or more enemy fighters are out of action, 
and one or more friendly fighters are in enemy territory. So this is it, and you get two glory. Mm-hmm. So this was just the the best end phase card that they had. Basically, it's not super easy to score, but you get it most it in, in most every game. Reliable. You get it, yeah, because yeah. they're they they are a very you know offensive faction, and you're gonna you're gonna kill two people unless you get routed in early on. You're gonna have two fighters out of action, and you're probably gonna be in enemy territory. So this is definitely a targeted nerf at Rippas, who were very strong in the meta leading up yeah. to this. And, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, I can I can accept that now I that mean, I'm a this Rippas is, player. This is this is respect for Stalfangs. It's like, no, you guys are good. Yes, that's um, how you know you made yeah. it in this when you that's get a restricted. You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, when, and then, when people are uh, hating on your success, that's when you know you, yeah. you've made it, right? Is that I learned yeah, that on exactly. Twitter. Yeah. So uh, we already talked about Arm of the Everwinter, so that's been restricted. We'll move on. Well, just uh, real Morgoth. quick. We, so just real quick, we have three restricted Hrothgorn's Man Trappers cards right now. Yeah, because they're because because they're that they're good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have Morgox Crushes picked up. Uh, Got it, boss, and Berserk Fortitude. Um, got it boss is, uh, the one where if you're standing on an objective and you're in opponent's territory, you get a surge, but, um, you know, I was, I, I don't typically do this, but I was actually reading, uh, John Lynn Reese's, uh, uh, you know, how he like looked at this and he's, he's saying that was the wrong one. You should have done, uh, now what? Cause now what is basically hidden purpose. Yeah. So if hidden purpose is a problem, shouldn't you restrict that one as it is the same thing and he also said that like got it boss at least with that one you have to go into your opponent's territory and be interactive so um and i'm i I have to agree with that logic um so but but hey i mean it makes sense that one or one or the other got restricted because they are very strong um and then berserk fortitude is just get out of death free card for them basically you can just use wog counters to like lessen the impact of the the, the damage of an attack right right it was a re it was a ploy reaction that says yeah. you can remove any number of wa counters and then reduce the amount of damage yeah that that, that was very yeah. strong that's a, and that's that is a feel bad card also yeah. it's like because you line up a whole huge attack on morgoth right. so, finally, oh, finally going to get rid yeah. of one of these you know orcs and mm-hmm. it's like nope I mean, they didn't yeah, they definitely shouldn't have a card like that. A surprise, yeah. uh, you deal less damage. On a they, five they... wound fighter. Yeah. Who are definitely going to have wog counters because they're going to be attacking everything, and they have a bunch of cards that put wog counters on this them. This kind of card, this kind of card needs to be in warbands with more fragile fighters that die easier than Morgox yeah, crushes. Not so. in, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, Malog's Mob also picked up uh, Foul Temper on this list, which and makes a lot of sense because it's yeah. Awakened Weapon. Now there's literally no reason to buy him the Malog's Mob uh, <laughs> expansion. Well, that anymore. was, the, and we were saying before, that was that was basically right. the only, the only Malog card, card you would play yeah, the Malog faction card that you would play in your deck. And that just exactly. proves how terrible of a design it was because, you know, 90% of the cards in the, in the Malog warband have to deal with the dumb squigs right and then what ended up yeah. happening in the in the actual metagame was people would just make their entire deck ways to juice up malog and he ended up being incredibly strong so just yeah very poorly designed warband all right uh oh man uh let's uh let's move on to the uh to the starblood stalkers generics because yep. we talked about that for a long time there are all a right. lot of cool and powerful 
generic cards in this pack. This is definitely, I, I'd say this There's is a... There's a few good ones. Yeah. There's I'd say this ones, is one like that you need them to, got even if you don't like Seraphon. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right, we didn't even get to him. Yeah. Like, all right. Let's well, start. That, 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 uh, that's our own fault. Um, anyway, uh, let's get started. Uh, let's talk about the objectives. Um, Bold Deeds we like. Uh, it is a duel. It is a two glory in, the end, in any end phase. If there are two or more enemy fighters out of action, and each surviving friendly fighter is in enemy territory. So it's a little bit similar to your Cruel Hunters, right? You yep. just have to get all your guys in there. Yep. Yeah. The, well, yeah. The cruel hunters was just one friendly fighter needs to be in enemy territory. This one you need all of them, but it's generic, you know. Right. And this one is just so, very good in almost any aggro style warband. I mean, doesn't this just take that spot for you now when you're playing? I rippers? mean, I had both like, before. Right. So, well, okay. Yeah. That's and this point. is a two glory, so it was great having you know yeah. scoring like four glory in one round for doing essentially the same thing. Yeah. So basically, if you're planning on doing balls out aggro and you're decently successful at it, this is a good one for you, especially later yeah, in the game. This is a very game. good, very popular card that you can score in the end phase. And you only have to have one surviving glory. friendly fighter, too. Yep. Yep. All right. Doesn't have Pretty a minimum. Good. Yeah. Um, the other one we thought might be good, but uh, asterisk. Yeah. Is uh, cl clean kills. I think clean. I've seen some people playing this, and yep. um, and I understand it. But if you if you're gonna throw this in, you have to really manage the board really well. Um, this is a another duel. Um, it is also in any end phase two glory. In this case, uh, it says score this in end phase if enemy fighters with a combined wound characteristic of six or more are out of action. Not how much damage you you dealt, how many wounds they have on the card. Or I, I assume if they put great fortitude, that counts, right? Yeah, because the, your your upgrades the, aren't discarded when the guy they're not discarded, right? It's just yeah. tokens that are discarded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, right. So that so that would count as your six. So six or more, and no enemy fighter has one or more wound counter. So basically, if you're focusing down your opponents, like if you're focusing down opponent, uh things and you they don't have any wound counters on them and you've killed at least six wounds worth of fighters um then you score this so it's good if you can manage it but i can see that getting screwed up pretty easily in a lot of different ways like somebody just accidentally has to run through a lethal now you're screwed yeah or you, there's even some like counterplay here whereas if you know your opponent has clean kills in in their in their yeah, in their deck, and you notice that enough of your guys they are having to score it. Yet, you can yeah. actually, you can actually run through a lethal on purpose just to potato that for them. Yep. We'll have to see where this card goes. Now that there's a lot more restricted stuff, this one might see yeah, some play. We'll see. Might see more yeah. play. We've, yeah. we've definitely seen it already around, but you know, we'll see if this keeps, if this gains in popularity. Stock. Blue chip stock. Yeah. 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 Right. Put it on. Watch it on your Robinhood app. You know, follow it and see see right. where it goes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the next one. Um, okay, so we're going to give you two that if you're playing vampires, just take them. Uh, growing hunger and hunger for power. Um, growing hunger, score this in an end phase. It's one glory, I believe. Yes. Score this in an end phase. If each surviving friendly fighter has one or more hunger counters, very likely be doing that with vamps. Um, or each surviving friendly fighter has one or more hunger counters. Enemies. Um, the second one says enemy. Oh, sorry, enemy. Sorry. Yeah. So you're probably not going to do that one. 
uh, unless you're playing against vampires. Um, but you're going to most likely, if you're playing vampires, get the first one because yeah. hunger counters is kind of the way to go. We'll talk about that in our next episode. Um, hunger for power, also another good one. This one's uh, it is also a, a one hybrid. It's one in the end phase. If one or more friendly wizards each have two or more hunger counters or one or more surviving friendly wizards each have two or more upgrades. So this is actually even easier to score if you're playing the vampires because you have they have two wizards, two wizards, and they're going to be getting hunger counters. Yeah, and, you're and they're be the best. They're the two them. best in the warband, basically. Yeah, so you want to be giving yeah. them the hunger counters so they get the bloodthirst and they hit harder. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that again in our next episode. Okay. Um, the next one we liked, and the last one that we liked in this group was the Greater Hunt. Uh-huh. Um, score this in an end phase. That's uh, that is honestly one letter away from being the unintentionally sexual card yep, name. Yep, yep. They're um, very careful course, with that letter. Change that. I know. If if you change that, it then becomes intentionally sexual. Um, score this in an end phase if there are more surviving friendly hunters than surviving enemy hunters. So basically. You would take this if you play a lot of if you play a, a, a faction a group that with has more a lot than hunters one hunter, in it. basically. Yeah, so like Rippas, Vamps, Wild Hunt, Rothgorn, you know, anything that has a lot of a lot of them. Because first of all, you're you know, the object is to kill the other opponent's fighters. See what you want to do is you want to kill the opponent's fighters and not have your own. Right, guys right. Die. Perfect, perfect strategy. And then yeah. On top of that, Five you might head. just play against the group that doesn't have hunters in yeah, it. Yeah, any any season one or two warband you play, you just score this for free. Yeah. And or unless they're putting if, the if upgrades playing against out. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless, unless they put yeah. the upgrades out, this the soul tooth or whatever. Yeah, but type even stuff. still. Um and you know, if yeah. you're playing against a if you're playing a Diarchasm Beast Grave Warband against another Diarchasm Beast Grave Warband, mm-hmm. then you try to single down and, and kill one of their yeah. hunters so that you can score this. Yeah. But either way, it's decent, just very easy to score a card. Decent with the yeah. lizard men. Decent with the head crackers. Very um, good with rippers. Very, very good, good with, with wild hunt. Decent with the soul raid. Um, yep. You know, just got to kind of manage card. it and try to kill some stuff. That, that And, you know, you might just get it from for being alive, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the objectives we like. Um, now for some ploys. Um... We only had a couple that we thought were really, really good. Uh, one of them was uh, Compelling Hunger, which we think is just good if you're playing Vamps again. Um, choose a fighter with hunger counters, push that fighter one hex, and give him another hunger counter. Yeah, so this one you're able to push and give more hunger counters. The other, the, the caveat right. is they have to already have one hunger counter on them in order right. to do this. But it's that that's yeah. very strong. You get... More hunger counters, which makes you puts you into the the bloodthirst range, and you get I to push. Yeah, start and it's a push in any direction too, which is nice. I'm trying to remember if they start with one. No, it doesn't appear as though they do. No, it's at the start of the round. Oh no, no, yeah. So that would be at the start of the first round, right? Right. So this. Yeah. yeah. They also they start with one. Yeah. So you should be able to do that. Okay. Um. Okay. There's that one. Uh, Living Land. This is really good. Yeah. That's really read, read good. Read this one. Yeah. And they did not restrict this one. Right, right. Um, pick an objective token that has the same number as the round number or move one. Oh, sorry. No, no, read, Fli- read that sorry, again. Sorry. Start over, start over. I, said, I didn't say right. Pick one. Either flip an objective token that has the same number as the round number. So if you're playing Feed the Beast Grave, you want this one. Yep, yep. 
or you can move one objective token in your territory one hex. So it's or so it's either flip yeah. something. Two two very or, powerful effects. Yeah. Yeah, or it's kind of like a mini restless prize. Yep. But it has to be in your own territories, which is why it's, it's not like restrictable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Well, that's, you can disrupt. You, you know, on either effect. side of it, you could either disrupt stuff on your opponent's side with the first part of it, or you can help yourself out by maybe you know you could move you could have a guy you know if you're doing um uh, what's the one where you can't move and you and you're a quarry and you hold an objective at the end i forgot oh, absolute, stillness. absolute stillness yeah this is a great way to get absolute stillness because you can just have the guy deployed next to an objective token and just put it under him yep um this is a this is a fantastic card yeah perhaps you would like to pair it with outrun death which is a ploy, choose a fighter, that fighter is a quarry. If that fighter is a quarry, that fighter has plus two move. This effect persists until the end of the round or until that fighter is taken out of action. So it's like spectral wings, but slightly better. Yeah, I mean, it does you... make you into a quarry, which is more good than bad, usually, um, depending yeah. on how you've built your deck. And it, yeah, and it persists. So if you ever have some way to move your guy more than once, which does happen, right? Um, which happens with a lot of stuff. Crazy, huge movement. Yeah, huge movement. Right. So outrun death. I mean, at very worst, it's spectral wings again. Right. Right. So yeah, maybe so. if you don't have spectral wings, or and you don't feel like buying it, or if you know you just want a second right. copy of spectral wings, depending on what you're trying to do. Right. To, and it, you it know, <laughs> I guess it's it's too bad that they restricted uh, cover ground because this would be just another way to to score it. Maybe that's why they restricted it because there's too many easy ways to get it now nowadays. Maybe with Pride Runner, um, Runner, and Outrun Death, and uh, yeah. Mal Malkin's Grace and stuff like that. Maybe there's too many ways to get cover ground too Grace. easily. Okay. Um, all right. So that's it for the ploys we liked. Um, I'm going to talk about that one later. Um, we so we looked at this so the upgrades, um, we e eagle eye, eagle is eye. not a great card because there's not a lot. I mean you can you can make something a hunter, um, if they have a range three, uh, you get a reroll on that. Man, is this good in Thundrix? Right. Well, the thing is like the 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 newer warband. You know, if you if you have a warband that came out in. Beastgrave or Dire Chasm, and you have a range, uh, range three attack action, you're already a hunter, usually. Yeah. So that doesn't really, part. you know, so I guess there are some wizards where th yeah. that doesn't apply. I, I guess it, um, it would work on that. It would work yeah. on, the, on the range three. Um, but, you know, this, this is this is great if you play some of the more legacy war bands. Yeah, like like you said, um, Thundrix. Thundrix. This is incredibly good. I want to put this all of in them, with All of them can get it. Yeah. In what? I want to put this in with Farstriders. Farstrider, yeah, Farstrider is so bad now. I don't know. If eagle this Eye on help. Eagle Eye. Yeah, but you can equip the Eagle Eye upgrade to Eagle Eye. Yep. Amazing. So it's for. That's what it's for. Yeah, right. that's um, why. That's see. why they invented this card. But Absolutely. it is a very good card. Uh, you get to reroll your ranged yeah. attack, and you become a hunter. It's it's very strong. Right. All right. So we talked about haughty resistance, so we don't have to do that one again. Yeah, that um, got restricted, but restricted it is very good. Anyway. Yep. And Proud Runner, we also talked about already, so we don't have to do it again. Those were both very good cards, and they were restricted for a good reason. Uh, Savage Visage, same thing, also totally restrictable. So there was a lot of good stuff in this. It's just that you know we were uh, 
couple of douchebags and we didn't like do any episodes yeah. for like three months. <laughs> and so now we don't get to be like, oh, you, you got to go and buy this. It's like, nah, they, we they, couldn't put they the Max and Randall seal of approval on it and make everyone go out to the store and buy this pack because it's <laughs> our so seal of approval hype. is yeah. just like. Yeah, our seal of approval is just, just like a, kind a of sticker, like yeah, a, seven-year-old saran wrap yeah. and like duct tape. <laughs> Come on. All right. Um, so the the last one from this pack that we thought was good is uh, it, and it's not great. It's just interesting. I think it's just an interesting yeah, card. Yeah, we just want to talk Void about Sphere. this. We the just want to talk Sphere. about it. Void Sphere, which is cool to look at. It, it you know, it's like it's an awesome little. Hold on a second. It's a. Uh, it's what is it? Uh, Tixi Kala or whatever the hell his yep. name is, and he's like basically holding a black hole in his hand, which is pretty awesome. And he's like, ha ha, I have tamed the black hole. Anyway, um, not a great card, but it's cool that it has an action and a different attack action. Yeah, it's an attack um, action upgrade card that also yeah. has a completely unrelated action that you can do on it, which right. is interesting. I don't, I don't know, know if we've, we've seen, seen that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the action is to discard all persisting gambits. Right. I mean, there's a couple of them out there. You know, some of those asterisms, uh, yep. cycle cards, the, the Nurgle. Yeah. And there might be some, you know, coming effects. out in the future. They've they've definitely made a lot exactly. of these. Ever, ever since Beastgrave, they made a lot of these persisting cards that are actually yeah. quite strong. And then it has an okay three damage attack that has an extra damage on... No, it's not uh, three sorry, damage. three range yeah. attack. Three sorry, range, three, range three attack. theories, yeah. With an extra damage on a crit. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, so this card, not like particularly cards. amazing, but what we, we, we wanted to put it on the list because we think it's interesting that now there is there is a precedent, counterplay yeah. to persisting gambits where there wasn't and, before. And a precedent for actions and attacks on the same upgrade. Right. I think they should do more of that when they design cards for the gays. Have a... Have a hmm. um, attack action upgrade that also has an action that you can perform right they should do uh, instead of a reaction because we have like you know the amberbone weapons which have a reaction right but right. this is like an action this is a totally right? different so, thing you can do with it and it just it, it it's just more design space that they're exploring just which is, which is yeah. nice all right um card awards let's do it unintentionally sexual card name this is one of my favorites ever colossal fist colossal fist oh Thank you, Games Workshop, for this beautiful gift that you have given us to our unintentionally sexual card name award section. So good. All I'm saying is that in the card art, I mean, you could say that's that the uh, like slash sex cow. He's either mad that he's getting punched, or he's like really excited he's about to get fisted. Right. Let's. I'm just let's, saying let's that's, not, that that can go either yeah, way. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Um. Okay. The Tome of Offerings Award, which is the universal card that you buy the expansion to get. Um, so uh, it would have been Proud Runner or Savage. It would have been a lot of these cards had, like if that. they hadn't restricted them, yeah. Yeah, but then they restricted them. So it's like, eh, I don't know. I like Living I Land. Know. Living Land. I guess it's going to have to be Living didn't Land. Didn't get restricted. Still eh. good. Bold There's deeds. a good reason why it didn't. Yeah. Bold Deeds Bold is very deeds, good. Uh, maybe. Maybe bold deeds, but I don't you know. wouldn't buy it that unless you're playing. No, Niagara, it would have been yeah. we we would be arguing over the ones that got restricted if we had done this earlier. Yeah, um, like like a week earlier. All right, yeah. the paradox armor award, which goes to the just undeniably shittiest card in the pack, 
Um, Colossal Fist is pretty bad. It's pretty, yeah, it, it, it won the unintentionally, unintentionally sexual card name award, but it's pretty terrible. It's just an up, it's an upgrade that yeah. makes your wizard have a range one attack that does two damage, I believe, and the dice are yeah. equal to eh. your wizard level. So most most wizards will get two dice, two dice, two for two damage, range, yeah. two dice, two damage on one range, which is just I not mean, good. Yeah, it's just not. Great. I mean, a lot of a lot of wizards like have something like that anyway, and they hit on foci, which is like a hitting on hammers. Um, it's well, just, it's better it, than hammers, right? Because there's no support. Uh, well, I guess that it's makes worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, right. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a, it's a interesting idea to like give a wizard like a, a way to conjure up a, something to make it more effective in melee, but it just isn't in, in practice. You would never really use it. Okay, and then the last award is the aggressive defense award, and this goes to the you know we have this for everything. The most confusing. Uh, card in the pack, and I think we have to go with labyrinthine boots. Let's let's this read this. The word dumbest salad. card that has ever. Oh my been god! Yeah, this is how you know it's going to win the uh, the aggressive defense award. It's just like if, if, the, if the, the card, if the wording is, is in like yeah. tiny little font, and it's like half the card. Yeah, it's going to win this award. Um, to resolve this fighter's move action, make a sequence of objectives on the battlefield from highest to lowest. This will normally be one, two, three, four, five. If the fighter is not in the same hex as an objective or is in the same hex as the last objective in the sequence, place them in the same hex as the first objective in the sequence. Otherwise, place them in the same hex as the next objective in the sequence. If you cannot do this, this fighter cannot make a move action. <laughs> right. So let's, let's, let's TLDR this. Basically, you, you attach this not. upgrade to a fighter. Then the next time that they want to move, they have to move to objective one, wherever it is. Yep. And then if they want to move again later on in the game, they move they to objective to two and three and four and five and so on. But right. it's just like, I don't know why you would want that. Like, because you it's literally, so we, we, we discovered that you literally, you know, the person puts, attaches that card. You know, you obviously wouldn't do it. You wouldn't put this card on unless you can move directly to objective one and that helped you somehow. But then your opponent can just say, okay, I'm going to move on to objective two now and just stand on there. And, and you now you cannot move. I can't move. Yeah. Right. So it's, you know, a whole, a, it's just, this card is just a waste of time. It's a whole paragraph you have to read and it sucks. So just. Unless we're reading it wrong. It like that's poster. how, that, that's how I see it. Right. I don't right. see this card being good. It's like a, it's like a weird, like not as good Fainway crystal. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's 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 much worse than Fainway because you have no options. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, cool, man. I think we did it. Um, so that's episode thirty-seven point five, the supplemental. Um, but we actually had something to talk about because something happened that was, you know. This far is definitely Actually, very interesting. Of the yeah. This far is yeah. definitely very interesting. I think it's going to have a very profound effect on the game moving forward. You um, know what I think it's going to do? What? I think it's going to make people want to play Vanguard. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. I well, think Vanguard people, has I, been I, getting more popular recently. Yeah. I think so. And you know what? Honestly, I'm starting to look at Vanguard and go like, oh, because if you think about it, like the the. The they did a very good job balancing season four. I think if you just look at season four by itself, there's no boogeyman. You know? Yeah. The boogeyman are all Beastgrave and Nightfall 
guys. You know, it's, it's, it was Moloch, it was Hrothkorn, it was Morgok, it was, you know, uh, um, Dreadfane, right? Yeah. Um, sorry, it was, um, uh, what do you call them? Mornflight. Mornflight, my favorites. Um, that's why I couldn't remember them. And um, so I think that if you just take Vanguard by itself, I think it becomes much more interesting because there's a lot more flavor to each of the warbands and you know they're not like they're not they're they're really balanced i don't feel like any of them are op um right. they're all good too like they're all fun so i i kind of like it i I'm, I'm actually doing a vanguard uh, webcam tournament this weekend and i i don't know what i'm going to play yet although i, I might be leaving yeah i think vanguard is definitely I'm... better suited to online play since you don't necessarily have to buy the cards when you play online yeah. i guess you know sort of eh. depending on how you're playing uh and yeah i mean and and then also like if if you wanted to play vanguard like for example in like a store you know people not not everyone that plays this game likes buying every single product that comes out for it and right. you're kind of like What's, at a disadvantage yeah. if you don't buy like all the new stuff like right when I it comes out with yeah, I don't think that's as true with Vanguard because Vanguard you don't have to worry about buying old things. Right, but you, you know, don't you have access to the pack. new stuff unless you buy it. I think you get the essentials pack, the starter set, maybe whichever warband you want to play, and I think you're at least you can well, be more if competitive. Well, you play the the vampires, you have to buy all these other packs to get the good <laughs> hunger cards. I guess nobody can buy the vampires. What are you talking about? They oh, don't you can't exist buy the anymore. vampires, right? Yeah, okay. you can't get them anywhere. That. Yeah, I forgot about that. You can get them exactly. on eBay for a hundred dollars. Oh, I have that. Yeah. Not the hundred dollars. Oh, I have you the vampires. Okay. Right. Yeah. You have an eBay yeah. account. I. What's that? You have an eBay account. Oh yeah, word. Or you can buy each okay. individual model separately for sixty dollars on eBay, which is nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. How how great. And no cards. Great. No cards. Uh, so we'll so we'll talk about that expansion that nobody can get anymore. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. All right. Well. What even happened? All right, man. Let's wrap it up here. Um, I think we've we've yeah. we've done good. I think so. So I'll, I'll 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 see you on the next episode where we're going to talk about that the Crimson Court where we awesome nobody can get them. So um, yeah, hopefully you have it already. Yeah, hopefully. Then if if not, maybe you don't have to listen. I don't okay. know. All right. Um. Cool, man. So I'll see you next time, right? Yep. We'll see all of you all right. in the next episode coming soon. We're back on yeah. schedule. We're going to be coming out with more content faster than well, ever we're... before. Right, but we're not on schedule. We're no, behind we're schedule. schedule. But we're, we're schedule. on a schedule. Right. Okay, cool, man. All right, so for Battle for Salvation, yeah, because I know what they're called. For Battle for Salvation, this is Max Bernstein. This is still Randall Slate. Still? Yeah, even after all this time, cool. still Randall. Nice. Just Randall. Ha-cha! All right, and we'll see you all next time.